just want to say <laughs> welcome to black you know to black techies uh that is cashly i'm greg welcome back for i think this is episode 10 of black techies even mm-hmm. though this is technically like sports test we're gonna make this black techies this week because it's just us. okay um yeah i i, I want to do that because this actually somewhat involves tech um uh, i'm, I'm going to try to like circle back at the end towards why it involves tech at, yeah, I'm sorry, Cashly is going to, because I'm very frustrated about this entire fucking week. Mm-hmm. WrestleMania happened, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah. Not only did it happen, it it came and went, and my excitement started to dwindle the, the more wrestling I watched. And I have a, a problem with male wrestling fans of social media. Facebook specifically, Mm -hmm. I've left many Facebook groups because of the behavior, Mm -hmm. not just to women, but just like in general, like how they speak, they kind of like have their own little like groups and like silos where they talk shit about other people. So I'm not really a fan of that. But one thing that we can all agree on is like when you are a fan of wrestling, you don't like being disappointed knowing the expectation like or the bar wasn't that fucking high to begin with. So Compared to last year, it's like, oh yeah, WrestleMania last year was like amazing. So it's like this year they have less of a roster, so it shouldn't be that bad, right? And but before I get into the full details, I just want to say this and Cash, you can take this over. Mm-hmm. I watched a lot of wrestling this weekend. I made sure, yeah. like, when you sent messages, like I'm looking at people's like TikToks about WrestleCon. I'm looking at the events that you had posted. I went on IPTV. I'm looking at like pay-per-view events for wrestling. I watched NXT. Mm-hmm. I'm watching all this stuff. And then just, it, it's almost like you had a piece of cake and then like you accidentally tripped on something and just fell on the floor. That That's how I felt <laughs> by the end of this weekend. Like when you take that first <laughs> bite of the cake, and you're like, damn, that's so good. Like yeah. I, I can't wait to get to my seat. And then it falls. And then you go back and it's like, hey, that was the last piece of cake. And you're like, oh, fuck. I can't pick it up now. The three-second rule don't count. Mm-hmm. So, but, Cash, like, let's, I guess, start from your vantage point. Let, let me know yes. how you felt. And let's go. I mean, let me let me start off by saying that when Monday hit, I was like, wow, it is mania week. And instantly, I just started to think back to what I'm normally doing, which is getting ready to head to mania. I'm like, Probably flying in Wednesday at the earliest. Um, Just getting settled, probably looking around, walking around, whatever. Thursday is when the WrestleCon festivities start. And I think it's important to really highlight stuff like that because it really makes the Mania Week more interesting. Because if you're one of those that are going solely for WWE stuff, like you may be just a casual fan or whatever, but if you're like the hardcore wrestling fan, you know not to go just for WWE stuff anymore. You know that's like, yeah, that's going to be like the main event of the whole week or whatever. But you know the whole gang of stuff that you're going to be doing that has nothing to do with WWE at all. So <laughs> I think that was the best part about the week because I knew it was so many wrestling events that was not WWE related that was going to be going on. And that's pretty much what I did. The only part that was um kind of bad about it was that it was on West Coast time. So a lot of those events were starting at like 11, 12 o'clock at night. So yep, yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. So that was like the only bad part, but it was cool. Um, 
because there's there's streaming services. A lot of people are hit to streaming services. So shout out to all the indie promotions that are streaming that stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, especially WrestleCon, they had you know they had it on streaming on high spots. So that that was cool. But yeah, then you get to Mania Day One, which was uh, well against before back. You had, you have your SmackDown, and then you have the Hall of Fame. Um, the Hall of Fame. Just, I, 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 um, that's what I was going to ask you. I was going to like just ask like, how did you feel about not the Hall of Fame itself, but mm-hmm. the the presentation of it, like being immediately after like usually what they do i think they used to do it on saturday but then it became a two-day thing right, right. so mm-hmm. you know i maybe it was because it was on the west coast but then i'm thinking like okay if this stuff is on the west coast that yeah. means it should have been earlier right mm-hmm. um i would i would have thought so yeah i'm like why didn't you just do the hall of fame before or even like pre-tape mm-hmm. it or i, I know it's gonna sound crazy right uh do it on a thursday night like do the Hall of Fame on a Thursday. That mm-hmm. way you can, you know, showcase it on Friday at SmackDown, like little clips of it, and then do mm-hmm. the replay yep. Friday night after SmackDown, which, again, and that's just in my, you know, head. That's my first impression. But, like, what was your takeaway from it? Um, My takeaway is that, number one, I, I agree with what you're saying. They should have, should have had it on a different day. It shouldn't have been directly after SmackDown because... SmackDown actually tended to drag out a little bit. Um, mm-hmm. It wasn't all the interesting either, um, which is unfortunate because that SmackDown before Mania and the Raw after Mania really do help set the tone for the weekend. But it wasn't mm-hmm. all that good. Um, for Hall of Fame, as time goes on, it's like the inductees tend to be much more long-winded. It's like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yep. Can you cut your short? Can you cut your speech a little short? Like, yep. <laughs> and we were, I, honestly, no disrespect. I think everybody was there to see. Um, I would say a lot of people were there for Great Muda because he's he's mm-hmm. a legend too. But for the most part, a lot of people wanted to get to Rey Mysterio's induction, right? And shout yep. out to Conan, he did a really great job inducting Rey Mysterio. He really did. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and, and I think. Uh, it was exciting to see Ray go in because I think if you're a wrestling fan, you remember him from WCW. Like he's been in the game for such a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but even after a while, Ray got kind of long winded too. So <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I'm going to catch you a little later. Cause I'm getting sleepy. And mm-hmm. yeah. So <laughs> yeah, just should have been on a different day. Taped a little earlier. Everybody's mm-hmm. long winded. So yeah 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 those those Um, are my thoughts on it my only thought everything i agree with the only thing i'm i'll say is they're running out of people to induct in hall of fame and when i say that they are it's because they we went from having like six seven people inducted in one year and i I think that was already too much because Mm -hmm. they went from being top loaded to be like all right we're scraping the bottom of the pan here and there are a lot of people we know won't ever get inducted for whatever the case may mm-hmm. be, but yep. we need we need to start. Honestly, I hate to be that person, like building those relationships again uh, with those people who they've scorned. Because mm-hmm. it's not saying they'll ever come back. Like I don't is I think DDP is in the Hall of Fame, right? I want to say he is. He is. He is. Mm-hmm. So like you know, but even with that, like 
think about how far along it took him to be into the Hall of Fame, right? And then, like, yeah. Ray, now mm-hmm. they're moving on to, like, active people. So, next year, I think Cena's, like, eligible. So, mm-hmm. think about, Batista. Like, Batista, like, but, you know, they'll put, hopefully, they're not crazy enough to put them in the same year. I'm trying to think of what Philly person, because for WrestleMania next year, <coughs> excuse me, being in Philly, mm-hmm. there has to be one person from Philly that goes into the Hall of Fame, in my personal opinion. Yeah, maybe maybe if somebody from ECW, per- perhaps. Because, yep. you know, ECW, yep. that's Philly, so. Yeah. Well, Paul um, Heyman. Like, yeah, Paul I don't Heyman. know if Paul is in it. Like, he should just headline it. Like, I understand he's still doing the bloodline stuff, but him right there, like, I can imagine, I don't, it could be him and two other people, and I would be completely fine with that, because I know we have to stretch this every year. And the way that mm-hmm. the WWE has worked over the past seven, eight years, a lot of those people are not getting inducted into the Hall of Fame. The Miz has mm-hmm. five years until he gets into the Hall of Fame, if that. So uh, unless we're going to start, you know, retracting some shit and say, hey, we're going to put Benoit in, we're going to, you know, reinduct right. this person and stuff. Like, but it's not, it's mm-hmm. not going to happen. And then, yeah, like, I'm, I'm trying to think, like, who would it be, like? If I had to pick for the next three years, it would be Batista, Cena, and then Brock Lesnar in those three years. Like, those would be the headline people. And then I think The Rock is in, isn't he? I want to, is he in? I don't think he's in yet. No, so, he's not. And, and it won't be next year. And I don't he, he's think not he, going to I don't think he's officially retired either. Mm. Now, is he Cena, never did officially he say, retired. Did Cena officially retire or is he just doing the. I'm in one. Yeah, I don't think he has either. Yeah, I don't think he has either. I think he's he's doing what The Rock started to do when mm-hmm. Cena started calling him part time. Cena's part time mm-hmm. now. Well, all all I'll say is this: the Hall of Fame. I don't mind the thirty forty five minute speeches if it's going to be three, maybe four people. I'm cool with that. Right, I, I can live with that. The, the days of having six, seven people and each of them were talking for 35, 40 minutes. Absolutely mm-hmm. not. Because that whole thing just started like five. Too. Yeah. And it was started like what, five and then ended like eight, nine o'clock. And you're like, oh, damn, we've been here all evening. You, you can't do that no more, especially if you plan on doing it on a Friday. So mm-hmm. if they're going to make it like All Star Weekend, I would say, you know, have Hall of Fame on Thursday. Most people fly in on Thursday. Give them like something to cleanse the palate. First night you get in right. there, just go to Hall of Fame. Then Friday, you mm-hmm. go to SmackDown, and you party up a little bit. Saturday, you got night one, and then night two on Sunday. Like I, I think that's a good sequence of things, because the people who mm-hmm. don't want to go to Hall of Fame, they are either going to fly in on Thursday, right. or they're going to you know just not go. But the people who do want to go, either they're going to fly in Wednesday, or they'll fly in early enough Thursday that they can put their bags down, get themselves settled, walk around, and then go into the Hall of Fame. Like that. That's just my like theory on it, but... Next mm-hmm. year, it's it's going to be. I'm I'm interested to see who they're going to put in there, because the the way that the the E is working, like I just, mm-hmm. I, I that Hall of Fame, it was a struggle. It, it was, yeah. I think that's where that's where it started snowballing for me. And you know, before jumping, you know, jumping ahead, like night one, just it made me feel really good. Like Saturday in general was just like, yo, like everything was making the mark for me. Like everything. I won't mm-hmm. say what, but it was just like all those things hit. So I kind of like forgot about Friday. But then when I thought about them again, I'm like, 
yeah, like there were ways around this. So when you had said what you had said in the group chat, I was like, see, Thursday, I'm sorry, Friday night made sense. It makes absolute sense now, but I'll, I'll let you get to it, though. So, yeah, I guess we can uh, kick it off with night one. Um, I, I think night one, like you said, was going to be special because that's, you know, that's the kickoff to everything. And I think ultimately can set the tone for both nights. But getting started with night one cards, we can start with the United States Championship, John Cena versus Austin Theory. Um, of course, Austin Theory uh, did win this match and retain his title. Um, overall, I would give this match, including the mini buildup, maybe a B plus. Um, and, and I give that because I think Austin Theory really stepped up in the ring when it came to John Cena. Um, John Cena was very rusty. Um, you could tell he was a little winded a little bit. <laughs> So I, Austin Theory did have to uh, make him look good. And, and you know, that's very important in, in wrestling. You know, you make your opponent look good, especially if they're, you know, a, a legend like John Cena. And he is, no matter how, you know, we may talk about him quite a bit, but he, mm -hmm. he's, you know, set his his spot in the business as a legend. So I gave it a, a B plus. How about you? Yeah, I was going to say about the same, like, I was still really entertained by the match. Um, a lot of people that weren't, um, I don't see why. I, I just feel like there was a little bit more hate for Austin Theory than I thought. Like, I thought I hated Austin yeah. Theory, but then, like, he grew on me over time. Like, I, mm -hmm. I don't mind him as much as I did before. But seeing I what think, he did... Oh, go ahead. No, I, I think... And, and I felt the same. I, I think what we didn't like was that he was a Vince guy. The fact that yeah. Vince was pushing him so <laughs> mm -hmm. that's what we didn't like. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, I, I'm going to go with the B plus as well. I just, I don't, mm -hmm. I don't really have a th uh, thought process on it. Only thing I thought was funny though, was the, you know, people saying, Oh, Cena's bald. I'm like, he's almost fucking, is he fit? I think he is almost like 50. Like, let, let he, that he, man he's be. on his way there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like, you know, your faves, like Shawn Michaels, you know, even when it came to mm -hmm. Triple H, when they balled it, they, like, they had hair on Monday night, and then on Friday they were bald. you like, wait, what? What? Right. That? what? So, mm -hmm. the Cena thing is just a transition. Um, I'm not ready for a bald Cena, I can definitely say that, but... Yeah. I mean, all of, all of our faves, they have that comeback match, and they look rusty. Um, look at Angle. Look at uh, Goldberg, for example. One of my favorites. I'm like, Phew. Sting. Like a, a lot of my mm -hmm. faves when they came back for that one-off match. It's like, I understand why. When we think like with yeah. Edge, when you look at Edge, you're like, dang. Like I remember that uh, that Falls Count Anywhere match at Main. What was that, like? What was what three years ago? That was like during the pandemic. Yeah. His first match back. Yeah. I'm like what mm -hmm. the fuck is like what the fuck is this? Like why is Edge getting beat on like this? This is. Like, get off of him, right? But then, like, looking at it now, it's like, okay, they just need some time. Like, Cena has a lot going on, and he still managed to pull off Mania. Something Dwayne Johnson can't say he did. So, again, B+. plus. Yeah. So, the next match, we have the Fatal 4-Way. So, with Braun Strowman and Ricochet versus the Street Profits versus Alpha Academy 
versus the Viking Raiders. And of course, the Street Profits uh, pulled out this win. Now, initially when I saw this, this is one of those matches I felt like could have been on SmackDown. Um, I, I really Agreed. didn't see the need to have this on the main Mania card. But I got to say that the Street Profits shined all throughout this match. Um, and that's and that's pretty big considering, you know, Braun Strowman and Ricochet was also in it as well. But, you know, the Street Profits, they're, they are so good, especially um, Montez Ford and Angelo Dawkins. You know, you know Dawkins with the, uh, with, you know, with the side stuff on Braun Strowman on the outside. So they definitely um, shined on this one. I, I give this match also a B plus for the simple fact I felt like it could have been on SmackDown for that very reason. So, um, yeah, yeah I, I this, give this one also a B plus. This one I skipped. I'm I'm not gonna lie. Um, I actually was coming mm-hmm. back from getting food, and I was like, I'll catch the replay, and then I wanted to watch the replay. I was like, nope, already know. So it's just like, mm-hmm. no, I'm, I'm okay. So no grade for me. Okay. <laughs> so next up we have Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul. And of course, uh Seth Rollins did pull off the win. Now, I gotta say, um, I really don't care for Logan Paul at all. I really don't. I don't understand why the WWE keeps pushing him in our faces. <laughs> I really don't. Um, however, I I enjoyed this match. Um I didn't really care for Logan's entrance simply because he was mimicking one of my favorite wrestlers who did yep. the mm-hmm. most iconic entrance at uh, WrestleMania mm-hmm. 12, which is my one of my favorite manias. So it's like, no, you can you can't top Shawn Michaels in his entrance. Exactly. So I, I didn't care for that at all. However, like I said, I did enjoy this match. I love Seth's um, entrance. I, I don't know what it is. His fashion sense is growing on me a lot more. Yep. Um, yep. But outside of that, I think I think Seth did a really good job with Logan in this match. He not only did he look good in the match, but he also um, helped Logan look good as well. He did. Um, so you know, shout out to him for that. And <laughs> I give this one another um, another B plus. Um, simply because it's Logan Paul, I'm not gonna rate him higher than that. So, <laughs> yeah. but uh, there was some really exciting spots. B plus. Yeah, I'm actually gonna give this an A minus. I'm giving okay. this match an A minus only because for the first time in a very long time, I was surprised by how they used extra characters or extra people mm-hmm. in the match. Having the mascot. That, that whole mascot scene set it up. It set a tone for me because I was like, I, I think I even texted, like, why the hell is there a mascot here? It just reminded me of the mm-hmm. the Mountain Dew thing, right? It's like, okay, now they have like mascots, cool. But to tie it into the match, like that, the only other person I've seen being able to like make turn something like that into a moment, like a mania moment, mm-hmm. was Shane jumping off the top rope onto the table and stuff. Like, it gave me remnants of that. And right. You know, even though I I don't really like how Logan Paul came out, it seems like he likes to mimic a lot of people when mm-hmm. he like does his intros. And I'm just not really a fan of that. That's why it gets right. the A minus and not the A. Um, but everything mm-hmm. else was I was really entertained because 
when we yeah. talked about it on the sports desk, I said this might be one of the matches I skipped because I didn't really care for Logan Paul. And I just mm-hmm. felt like Seth was going to win. But after watching it, like it has replay, like replay value. So yeah, I have does. to give it an yeah. A minus. It was just really good. Okay, and next up, we have another um, tag team match. So we have Becky Lynch and Lita and Trish Stratus versus Damage Control, Bailey, Dakota Kai, and Yo Sky. Um, wh- where do I start with this one? Oh yeah, this is, I mean, this is another one I felt like either should have been on SmackDown or they should have never had Trish Stratus added to this i never i never saw why they chose to add her i think what this match ultimately also did was further bury um damage control especially bailey yep Yep. which is very unfortunate but of course um becky lynch uh lita and trish stratus did pull out that win yeah i I didn't enjoy this one at all trish stratus um I think out of the three of them, she looked the the slowest. Like she she had the mm-hmm. most ring rust. Um, Lita, like she she had, you know she had a little bit more movement to her, but overall, I didn't see the point in it. Since Becky yeah. and Lita were the tag team champions, it should have just have been that on the line and and left it at that. So overall, I give this yeah. match a C minus. I I didn't care yeah. for it at all. Yeah, I'm gonna give it the same grade. It just I won't call this the piss break match because there are some of those, but this was definitely a merch break. This is one of those, hey, I got to leave that shirt before they sell out. Like, I'm not going to stand in the concession line, (laughs) but I will go get my shirt real quick. Like, that's the... And I don't want to be disrespectful because, you know, they always had that stigma. Oh, yeah, they always say the the Divas matches or the women's matches are piss break. Like, no, let's call it a merch break. Like, you can quickly go and get a shirt, you know, give them your Mm -hmm. PayPal thing or whatever and get back to your seat. But that right. piss break and you got to stand that line. Mm-mm. Nope. Right. Merch break. Yeah. I might have just invented mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Merch break. Mm-hmm. That, that's the merch yeah, break. break. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> C minus. Yeah. So next up, we have Ray Mysterio versus Dominic Mysterio. Um, I think I think this one was good for the simple fact that it had a very long buildup. Like there was an actual storyline mm-hmm. to this. Um. And of course, as we know, it started maybe about technically a year or two ago. So Dominic and Ray were father and son tag team. And then ultimately a clash at the castle. Dominic turned on him and Edge and joined Judgment Day where he is now. So it, it really gave Dominic the opportunity to stand out on his own. <laughs> um, I still laugh at Prison Dom. I laugh at him with a teardrop. That's funny yeah. to me. But He's really committed you know, to his own, and that's awesome. You know, yeah. they couldn't even keep it consistent because he didn't have the fucking teardrop for the match. Like <laughs> they, they made sure, like if if anybody wants to look at it, please like feel free. Yeah. But they made sure to every camera angle on the left side of his face, they made sure to not show it mm-hmm. because they didn't want you to see that he didn't have the teardrop. And I think the reason for that is mm-hmm. the one the one match he would probably have with his father. Like you don't want to have a fucking teardrop that you know one don't exist and two it's just like right. you know, like anything can be said later on I'm like oh you know what he actually did get arrested for something mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. like yeah so mm-hmm. i thought that was still kind of corny um 
I'll, I'll let you give your grade before I give mine, though, because th- this one was a difficult grade for me. Well, I got to say, shout out to Ray Mysterio and his entrance, because that was mm-hmm. fire. Totally. Yep. Coming out with Snoop Dogg and the low rider. You um, come out to nothing but a G thing. And then you transition it to uh, Viva La Raza with, you know, and, and kudos to Eddie. Um, and then, you know, you come out to, you know, your 619 thing. That was crazy. And that's one of the best parts about Mania is seeing what kind of interests the performers are going to come out to, you know, and, and Ray did not disappoint. In fact. I think, I think Ray at this stage of his career, you're not going to get the old Ray in the ring because he's a lot older. I think you tell he's slowing down a little bit, but I think in this, he did allow his son to kind of get over a little bit. So that was always good. But of course, Ray did pull out the win. So I I give this one, I give this one a B minus. I wasn't too bad at it, you know, because it was a buildup. I know why this match was here. You know, yeah. it wasn't something they just threw together. This was something that was been in the works. So I give it a B minus. Yeah. Um I wanted a a stipulation to this match. I, I'm I know that's mm. gonna sound crazy, but I'm like, it, it all made sense to me, the match, but what would have made me feel better is if this would have been like a retirement match. Like or like a you can't wrestle anymore match. Mm. Whoever whoever wins this you can't wrestle anymore. And in my personal opinion, it gives Dom a break because I don't think Dom can feud with anybody after this. Like, mm-hmm. I think he's just going, he's going to be a glorified valet who occasionally wrestles. Mm. Excuse me. <laughs> but with Ray, I definitely feel like if this match had a stipulation, you'd be like, okay, great. He's going to retire. Like, Hall of Fame, he's in a retirement match with his son. It would have been a perfect send-off. But then when he wins, you're like, oh, shit. Like, Dom has to go? Like, it just, it just made more sense mm-hmm. to me. But grade C+. Plus. I can't give out all my Bs. So, definitely mm-hmm. a C+. Plus. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and I think, you know, it, another thing that happened over the weekend, you know, he resurrected the, you know, the Latino world order. Now, for all, you know, the old school uh, wrestling heads, you know, there was the NWO, and then there were, like, a bunch of, like, sub-factions, <laughs> and one of them was the Latino Fact. world order. So, um, shout out to Ray for resurrecting that. That was that was something good to see. Hadn't seen that one in, like, what, at least 30 years, maybe? So. Yeah, shout out, shout out to them. That was a good good thing. Um, the next match we have the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Um, champion Charlotte Flair defending her title versus the Royal Rumble winner Rhea Ripley. Of course, Rhea Ripley came out on top and is now the new SmackDown Women's Champion. Listen, this match was a one. Okay. Um. And I know there was a lot of talk on whether or not this one should have been invented. And after seeing what they put on, I wouldn't have been mad if it did. I mean, this was a main event worthy match and they did such a great job. Um, Wow. Like, I I don't even, I really don't know where to start. That's how good this match was. And I think 
this was one of the matches that helped save night one because um, there was just some matches that I just didn't care for. So um, just off of emotion and how they worked well together. Because I, I, for one, I, I've always thought that Charlotte <clears throat> is as good as who she's working with. Um, and of course, we, you know, we have, you know, matches with her and say a Ronda Rousey that weren't really as good. But you may have matches with her and say a Bailey, which were awesome. I think her match with Rhea Ripley is is one is awesome. Like Rhea really brought a lot out of Charlotte, and it was awesome to see this match, especially the way it ended. I think it was really good. Um, I give this match an A plus. Um, like I said, it was one of the uh, matches of the night for me. So A plus for the ladies. What about you, Greg? Sorry, my phone froze in the midst of me trying to respond. But this match, God, um, damn, you have to convince me of the grade that I want to give it. Mm-hmm. This may be a convincing grade match, though. Um, the only reason I want to give it this grade now is because it should have been the main event. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it... Hmm, I'm going to give it a B. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give it a B. And here's a couple reasons why. One, Charlotte's behavior the entire Mania weekend, and the going on podcast and stuff, and I know that has nothing to do with the actual match. But mm-hmm. her insistence on making it the main event made me not want it to be the main event. Then, when I look at, and even, I don't want to jump ahead, when I look at another match that happened for night two, I'm like, that could have been the main event. So what makes your match mm-hmm. better? So, again, a B. Gotta be a B. Okay. Okay. So next up, we have <laughs> we have Pat McAfee versus The Miz. Um, <laughs> listen, um, I like Pat McAfee. I think he he's very high energy. I enjoy him on commentary. Um, I'm still not sure about how I feel about him in the ring. Um, there was. One particular spot where he did a uh, moonsault off the top rope, uh, and he barely he barely missed all of the miss. Like he he took so much of the bump himself. It was like, nah, you need to practice that a little bit more before you do it. I, I understand it's mania, I get it, um, whatever. But I, another highlight he had uh, 49ers George Kittle come out and you know get him involved in the match. But I think this is one of those, for me, this might've been my merch break or, or the bathroom break, to be honest. Oh, wow. I I give Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I give it, I give it a C. Um, I didn't need the match. It should never happen. Yeah. F. (laughs) 
You said F. F. <laughs> wow. Yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, just F. Just no, no long messaging, just F. Yeah. Yeah. So next up, we have the main event for night one. Um, the undisputed tag team championship on the line with uh, 690, I think 699 days, uh, the Usos had their title reign, and they faced against Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Um, I think kind of going back to the Charlotte and, and Rhea Ripley match for a, a split second and um, why that could have or could not have been a main, a main inventor the Bloodline storyline is arguably the best storyline that WWE has put together or probably ever will put together, let's be honest. Um, I, I, I don't know who came up with it, who wrote it. Kudos to them, whoever did it. But this is the best storyline. So I can see why this was the main event. Um, to continue on that storyline just for a little bit longer. And of course, uh, Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens did pull out the win against the Usos. Um, and of course, that was with some interference, but they were able to um, pull out that win. A very emotional win. So I, I give this match um, an A. I do give it an A. It was one of my favorite matches for night one. Okay. Um, I'm going to give it an A, too for just everything that it had. It mm-hmm. Just like it just it felt like an A match. Like the right. the the bumps, the intros, the how you end yes. it. Like that's how I would want night one to end. So mm-hmm. yeah, A for me too. Which dang, that means that the mat the card outside of my F, because I again I don't think that like match even mattered. Mm-hmm. We have an average grade right. of this being a B plus. Yeah. So yeah, night two, for night one. you better come yeah. with it. You better come with it. <laughs> right. Um, so with that said, we can go on to night two. Um, kicking off night two is Brock Lesnar versus Omas. Um I think I think if you go into it knowing what this is, you didn't have a whole lot of expectations. Um uh, I, I do like the buildup leading to it, but I just knew it wasn't going to be nothing spectacular. Uh, I think Brock Lesnar putting F five on Omos that was that was pretty cool because that, that Omos is a big guy. He's at least seven five, over four hundred pounds. So that wasn't an easy feat. So of course Brock Lesnar pulled out that win. However, I gave it a C. It is what it is. It was a show opener. Not too bad. How about you? <laughs> you on mute, Greg? Thanks. Sorry. I was, oh my God, I was talking and it was muted. This match, just like the McAfee match, did not need to happen. But I'm not going to give it an F. I'm going to give it mm. a D plus. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. It's going to get a D plus because I didn't need this match. I didn't want this match. Mm-hmm. And I don't even remember what happened in the match. 
but it happened. So let's just yeah. give it a D plus. D plus. <laughs> okay. Um, the next match is the women's WrestleMania showcase match. Um, pretty much another fatal four way. Whoever wins would get a chance at the um women's tag team titles. So in this one, we had Liv uh, Morgan and Raquel Rodriguez, Natty and Shotzi, um, Chelsea Green and um, Sonya Deville, and of course, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler. Um, and with Shayna Baszler and Ronda Rousey pulling out this win. Yeah, this was this was the bathroom break. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. It was the second match. This would have been the bathroom break, a very early one. Um, I, I don't remember too much about this match at all, to be honest. Um, so I, I don't even know if I could even accurately grade it because I don't remember anything from this match. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it was bad. I, I got nothing. It was bad. <laughs> um, if I had to give it a grade, no, never mind. Um, D plus. Mm-hmm. Another D plus. Yep, that's the grade. Okay, okay. <laughs> um, the next match, um, the triple threat match for the Intercontinental Championship. Listen, um, this was an awesome match on night two. Very awesome match. Shout out to uh, Drew McIntyre, Gunther, and Sheamus. Of course, um, Gunther did ret- uh, retain the title. I give this match an A plus. Um, I've seen these gentlemen in the ring before uh, with um, Gunther and Sheamus at Clash of the Castle, which was another great one um, with Drew McIntyre in the mix. It it really was a great match. Very hard hitting, yet it was still very exciting. The crowd was so into this match, and that made it even better. So I gave it an A plus. Um, Gunther, it, he he's going to be He's going to be somebody special. Like when he really works his way up um, past intercontinental champion status, he's, he's going to be a problem for somebody. So definitely A plus. What about you, Greg? I'm going to say this could have been night one's main event. It truthfully could have. If wow. they believed in the intercontinental, yeah. If this could have been night ones, yeah. I would have been more satisfied with it. And mm-hmm. the reason why I say that is because it was a really, really good match. Like, mm-hmm. when, like I think A-plus is still not a good enough grade for it. Like, I would mm-hmm. like to see a match again like that with the three of them, with a stipulate, like, yeah. some type of, like, held in a cell or some, like, ladder match. Like, that... Mm. It's the... It's one out of the three matches out of the entire weekend. I was like, you know what? Yeah. I already had high expectations, and they exceeded them. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. That one for me, A+. plus. Yeah, and definitely it was one that I was also looking forward to because the Intercontinental Championship is one of my favorite titles. Um, some of my favorites have held it, you know, Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels, mm-hmm. um, the late, great Razor Ramon, he held it. The late great Mr. Perfect, he held it. So it, it's really one of those titles that if you really work it, it can really help you 
get your name out there and set you on your path towards the main title. So shout out once again to Gunther. Um, moving on to the next match is the Raw Women's Championship. Uh, Bianca Belair versus Asuka. Um, of course, Bianca Belair pulling out the win. I got to say, um, this was a, a really great match between the ladies. And shout out to Bianca Belair and her entrance with the Divas of Compton. Um, that was such an emotional for the culture type of moment. Like, and then hearing about, you know, the young lady she was dancing with had, you know, lost her mom earlier that day. It's like, wow. And it's like, you really couldn't tell because she, she put on a brave yep. face. She had a smile and she was, seizing the moment and it's like yep she'll always remember that day for several reasons but i hope that mania moment will be at the top of her memories um yeah and of course you know the ladies in the ring together bianca belair oscar i think oscar really had her for a lot of that match so you know the fact Mm -hmm. that bianca was able to pull it out the way that she did was was awesome. Um, yeah. I give this match um, an A minus, um, mm-hmm. and I, I gave it an A minus because a part of me thought, even though I wanted Bianca to retain, because it would have marked a full year as champion for her, a part of me also said, okay, maybe Oscar needs to take it um, because she stepped away due to injury. She came back, rebranded herself, and. I think I think the crowd was looking for that too, in a sense. But yeah. Um, yeah. still happy nonetheless with Bianca retaining and with the ladies um, working that match. So an A minus. Yeah, I think Oscar, like she's one of the few like women wrestlers who she doesn't need the belt. Like she she's just that damn good in my in my personal opinion. Mm-hmm. But what my hope is is Bianca holds the title long enough for them to figure out what the women's situation is going to be when it comes to the women's division mm-hmm. for both shows because it, right it's it's going to get worse really so I'm not going to dive into that too deep but it, it just feels mm-hmm. like right now that's what it's going to be it's going to be Oscar and Bianca for the next 4 or 5 months until things get ironed out yeah. right now it does not look good there's going to be a lot of stipulation mm-hmm. matches and a lot of back and forth. You won the title, I won the title. Um, when do I think that? I think that maybe Oscar wins the title at Money in the Bank. That way, they can't say that Bianca lost the title to the Money in the Bank winner. And then mm-hmm. her next few would conclude, like you know, she'll have a match against Oscar again, and then it'll conclude at like SummerSlam or something. But right, I just when I think about it, I'm like I don't see anybody else. I just see them two in the women's division, and mm-hmm. then Charlotte yeah. like a distant third. So yeah. Oh oh, and then there's Rhea Ripley, but yeah, you she doesn't count. Yeah, she don't count. Well, yeah, well, yeah. I think on the. I think on the SmackDown side, it's definitely good that Rhea um, yeah. has a title. 
outside of Charlotte, they really haven't built up anybody else to hold the title Nobody. on the SmackDown side. And um, with Raw, you can at least know that if Bianca were to drop it, it at least could be the Oscar. So, yeah. So question, um, question for you. Is Chelsea Green yeah. on SmackDown or Raw? Um, I want to say she's on SmackDown. Okay. That's who is next then. Yeah. The, they, they're propping her up. They're like, okay, we're not going to let her win Royal Rumble. We're going to put her in this title. I'm sorry, this, um, this tag match that doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. They're, they're going to give her a title shot next. It's not going to Emma. It's not going to Natalia or anybody else. Like, it's her. She's next. Yeah. So next up, we have <laughs> we have The Miz, Snoop Dogg, and Shane McMahon. Yes. Uh, Shane O'Mac made a very, very surprised uh, return to Mania Night 2. Um. You know, he he did his uh his uh, feet shuffle. Then he got in the ring, did some more foot shuffle, and unfortunately hurt himself. I mean, it, it was so sudden. Like he he was shuffling, and then he just kind of fell. Um, and and, and of course he, he was supposed to you know have something with the Miz, and they had to change it on the fly. But shout out to Snoop Dogg. He he was able to adapt. And step in. He did the people's elbow, dropped it on the Miz, and you know that there's there's the filler match right there that you know could have gone a different way had they not known what to do once Shane got got hurt. So um, shout out to the Miz and Snoop Dogg for keeping that going. <laughs> I don't know what the I don't know what the grade is. I mean, like it, it was entertaining, right? For what it was. This was more it entertaining. Was it was more entertaining than the Brock Lesnar match. So I'm going to give it a C. Only reason I'm going to give it a C is because Snoop did what a lot of professional wrestlers cannot do for the WWE. Mm-hmm. Keep a match going when shit's going bad. Yeah. He, he I managed mean, the only to... thing interesting up... Yeah. Okay. I think saying? what was interesting about this was that a lot of people wondered why didn't Bobby Lashley get this spot? He's mm. the new Andre the Giant winner. Why couldn't he have been worked into this match? It could have been a Bobby Lashley versus the Miz joint. Like, I mean, it could have been something quick. It didn't have to be long, but Bobby Lashley should have been on a card somewhere in Mania. Now, of course, everybody knows that he was supposed to face Bray Wyatt. Um, but of course, Bray had to step away, so that left Bobby in limbo. They he won the Andre the Giant um, tournament Friday night on SmackDown. It would have been cool to see him out there, and you know, he with a trophy, and he got a spot on the yep. card. So they treat Bobby know. like shit. They made that man every WrestleMania yeah. I've ever seen. They've had the Andre the Giant winner. If it wasn't on WrestleMania, the the actual trophy was sitting in front of the announcers table. Right, they made that man carry his own trophy. Mm-hmm. Almost, I guess they realized it was like, oh no, this is a long ass ramp. He can't walk that far with this shit. So they made him just stand mm-hmm. at the top, and I was yeah. like, yeah, that's kind of fucked up. Like, no, nobody thought about this. Yeah. Like nobody. So, 
I won't be surprised if he's right. a surprise roster cut or just a roster quit. He's like, you know what? Enough's enough. Like, mm-hmm. he, he he hit his peak, and he hasn't been the same since. So I, I really right. hope he lands mm-hmm. on his feet. But it just it did not look good. And you could tell on his face he's like, I want to be a part of WrestleMania, but they don't want me here. Right. Like, that, that's, that's how it mm-hmm. felt. So, yeah. Right. It sucks, man, because he, he came such a long way. And they put him right back where he was, which is like not even a mid card. Like mm-hmm. he's, he's almost filled in for, um, I won't call the dude K quick, but Jesus, it's been so long since we called him that. Um, God, our truth. Mm-hmm. That, that's what he feels like to me. Like the replacement. He did like our truth segment. Like, Oh, well, yeah. Like it's the black guy segment. Like he, he's here. I was like, Oh boy. Mm-hmm. Like, so that just, you know, What's interesting whole, about Bobby Lashley, though, mm-hmm. I think when they when they um, merge the SmackDown and the WWE uh, Championship, he was mm-hmm. one of those that was also also affected by it. Cats like him yep. and Big E were definitely yep. going to be affected by it because they, those are guys that can be title holders that have been title holders. So now that you've taken away those, it's like, what do you want them to do now? Um, Bobby yep. Lashley has been pretty stagnant in mid card, especially with his um, with who they've been trying to get him to work with. You know, I think this one with Bray might have brought him back a little bit, but obviously that didn't happen. So, you know, agreed, agreed. So the next match we have the uh, Hell in a Cell match with uh, Edge versus Finn Balor. Um, I think the most memorable parts about this match has to be the entrances. Of course, yep. uh, Brood Edge, you know, he had the, you know, the mask on, came out of the fire. Yep. And then, of course, we had the demon uh, Finn Balor. Now, I, I think I, think I, I was hopeful for the demon Finn Balor because... Mm-hmm. Every time the demons come out, he's always lost. I think the last time we saw the demon, um, he lost to Roman Reigns, and I think that was at a was that a SummerSlam or yep, SummerSlam. I can't remember what event that was. Yeah, so they had him lose. I was very hopeful. Like you can't have him bring back the demon and have him lose again. But that's exactly what happened because Edge won yep. this match. Um, I think I think we all have certain expectations for Hell in a Cell matches. And I think this yep. one didn't quite live up to it. Um, there were certain spots. It's like, mm, it's, a start, it's starting to drag on. I think this is one of those matches that went on too long, um, unfortunately. Um, and it was a Hell in a Cell match. So you can't really cut those short, but this one went too long. Um, I give it I give it a low B minus, a high C. Yeah, but yeah, it, it didn't live up to my expectations. I remember saying this is either going to be in the top five best or the top <laughs> five worst Hell in a Cell matches. Yeah. It's in the top five worst. Um, mm-hmm. Everything about this match was bad. Like, when I say everything, the intros were decent. 
when I say decent, meaning like they mm-hmm. got them to the ring to hurry up and do the match. That, that that's the mm-hmm. extent for me. They blew it with not having Gangrel come out when they said that you know yeah. it was supposed to be like a rumor. I'm like, add something to it. Y'all want to build that bomb because you know we're talking like Hall of Fame earlier in the episode. So yeah, like that would have been great. Right. They they blew that. Then the Hell in a Cell, it was just like the cage with the lid on it. Like it wasn't red. It wasn't mm-hmm. like blue. Like they didn't even bother. It just almost like all right, we got a Hell in a Cell match. And then I'm one of those people, like, I understand injuries and stuff like that. The fucking, the cell wasn't used at all. It was almost right. like them mm-hmm. wrestling in a bubble. What is the point? What is the point? Right. They had a false count anywhere match in a cage. That's exactly what the fuck that was. So, mm-hmm. no, just my grade for that one, I hate to give it a C, but it, ha- it has to be a C. The best part about it, like you said, mm-hmm. was the entrance. I can't remember yeah. anything in the match outside of the fact that nobody broke through the cage, nobody broke through, like, grabbed, mm-hmm. like, just, no, just a C. Just, I don't even want to think about that match yeah. anymore. Just a C. <laughs> so, last but certainly not least, we have the main event. The undisputed WWE Universal Championship champion Roman Reigns up against Cody Rose. Uh, of course, we we all know that Roman Reigns was able to pull out and retain the uh, the title, marking his I think 969th day as champion. Um, to them, one of the longest reigning, <laughs> one of the longest reigning of uh, WWE history. Um, part of one of the biggest storylines in in I would say wrestling history. Um, I think this is one of those where part of you wanted Cody to win because of him. You you know, his history, you know, outside of his dad, you know, Cody's history. He was in the WWE. Then he left. He went to AEW. Pretty much was a huge component of that company. Helped get it to where it is. And he decided to come back to WWE. Um. And then along the way, he hurt his shoulder. He still had that cage match with Seth Rollins, so kind of showed his his guts and his heart. Like I'm, like I'm, I'm back. I, I want to do this no no matter what. Um, he comes back. He's the final entrant of the Royal Rumble. So I think by him winning that, coming out dead last, it was really obvious. So I think for that, yeah, for his heart and for his story, you wanted him to win. However, you just knew that Roman was going to retain and keep that bloodline storyline going a little longer. Um, overall, I do give this match um, an A minus though for just sheer storytelling, the emotion in the match, even with the. Um, Interferences by Solo Sokoa and uh, yeah, you know the the Usos came out and then uh, Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn came out. I still give I still give it um, an A minus. Mm. It was still a good match overall. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll do the same thing and give it an A minus. Um, that way, the overall card can get. When I say card, man, night two can get 
mm-hmm. a C. Um, I thought it was. I was yeah. looking at the average. I'm like, all right, we only got we only had one match that had an A. Well, no, I'm sorry, two. Um, we had mm-hmm. um the Oscar match with Bianca that was an A minus, and then this one was an A minus. But then everything else was for me was like a D minus and below. And then for you, it was like mm-hmm. C plus C plus, and then I think you said B minus. So it's like, mm-hmm. are the like we we really start have to start like reevaluating. The, the WrestleMania card. Um, mm-hmm. And I won't talk too long because I have a cough, people, so forgive me if this pauses, but I feel as though night one, and the, sorry, I don't think it's crazy, be a Roman-esque night. Let Roman get his shit off on Saturday so he can do Saturday Night Live and all that other stupid shit. Cool. Mm-hmm. Right? Sunday, let the women shine. Somebody's like, great, why do women got to go on a, their own night? The women have shown in the last three years, their oh, matches yeah. matter mm-hmm. more. And when I say mm-hmm. they matter more, they have more stakes. And now with the roster being as depleted as it is, they have to start calling up NXT quickly. Mm-hmm. Which means there's going to be a lot of build. When I say a lot of build, a lot of build in the next six months. Because their roster mm-hmm. is... It's more depleted than the people who Nia Jax is injured in her career. It's that depleted. <laughs> so, and I, and I don't want to like shit on her because I love her dearly. But when I think about how I would want WrestleMania, it would be like this year. Like when I look at the Sheamus match and stuff, right? Like Sheamus and them went out, you know, they won on Saturday, had fun with their spouses and stuff on Sunday, right? Like, they're taking photos and stuff. I'm like, okay, th- those guys, like, let them have the night off. Like, and I'm tired of, when I say have the night off, I'm tired of seeing them on Sundays. I am. hmm If we're going to have these two-night events, I think the women should close the show. Like, the way I would have structured the, the card would have been, I know it's going to sound crazy, Sunday, I would have had the the opening match I would have had that be Charlotte and um Rhea just to set the tone so people are like shit like yes yeah, the <laughs> opening match but it's so fire like it would it would have been night yeah. one's main event I'm uh, not main event but opening match just to set the tone like oh mm-hmm. so you, there's a there's a bar to set here it's not the co main event it's right. the opening match and somebody was like well, great why would you want it to open match? look at what other matches opened WrestleMania night one and night two. Now replace right. that with the A minuses that we gave for the matches for the women, right? Mm-hmm. Take just take that for what it is. Open it right. with a women's title match and be like, all right, cool. You got that one out the way. Then the second match for night two, um, I would have done the Street Profits match. That match for mm-hmm. night two. I, I like that match for night two. Um, then mm-hmm. give me the filler match with um, like Pat McAfee. Like give give me the mm-hmm. bullshit so I can go and get my my popcorn and my nachos and shit. Like give give me that. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what three. Um, match four um, for Sunday. Honestly, I would get I would do Ray and Dom. Like that would be match four. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I could really see that being 
one of those like the sun's going down now like let, let's get into some storyline shit right and then you still have right. mm-hmm. like that um the hell in a cell match i would have personally put on saturday night instead of sunday because it had mm-hmm. no impact whatsoever on sunday like it, it didn't even matter it was like usually hell in a cell matches matter now they don't anymore yeah. because there's no mm-hmm. like they, they have nothing so put that on saturday give it something where it's like okay there's a stipulation match on a saturday night cool um i've said how many matches four because i ended with dom mm-hmm. right well dom and race so that's four we have to have seven matches um the fifth match um fuck what would be a good fifth match um no i want to i would swap the logan and seth match the logan and seth match should be sunday as well and the the reason why is if we put the in a cell on a saturday then we can put the logan and seth match on sunday so that Mm -hmm. would be that match um let me see um <laughs> excuse me. Um fuck. And I said I already said I wanted Gunther and Seamus and Drew. That should have been the main event on Sunday. I'm sorry on Saturday. Yeah. So there's that. Mm-hmm. Um Damn. Okay, so I, let me let me look at it really quick real quick. So, so we have five. The Trish Stratus, Lita, and Becky Lynch match. You can keep that on. You could put that on Sunday too. That again, you have the Dom match, which is cool. You have the Pat McAfee bullshit match, cool. Um, you mm-hmm. have the Lita and Trish Stratus match, like a, a filler match because you're gonna have it be so top loaded that you're like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. So that's five, six for the co-main event. I would honestly. I would put um, Austin Theory and John Cena as the the mm-hmm. sixth match. And the reason mm-hmm. why I would put that match is because I'm looking at the time for it. It's 11 minutes, 20 seconds. It's for title. And it'll be the co-main event. It's like, all right, night two, like, you have that. So the main event, obviously, I would put, you know, um, we already had Rhea and Charlotte. But the co-main, I'm sorry, the main event would actually be Bianca Belair and Oscar. Like, I, I, you can interchange it how you want, mm. but that would be yeah. that would be night two for me for Sunday. That means mm-hmm. Saturday's match would be the, Saturday's card would be for me, and this is from open to close. <coughs> Again, excuse me. You would open it with, um, you would damn. I forgot Pat McAfee. Did he fight twice? Oh, he fought once. So no, he only fought once. Brock, yeah. yeah. So night one, you open with um, Brock and uh, Oz, what's his name? I keep saying Osmos, but Omos, Omos. right? Yeah, Omos. Omos. Yeah. So you would still open with that. So that would be night one instead, right? Then match two, you would have the Ronda Shayna, like that that when uh, WrestleMania showcase match, right? I'm gonna take something out and put something in the snoop dog and miz fight since that technically wasn't supposed to happen i would have just had the andre the giant match that was supposed that happened on smackdown put that there put, put that as match number three like it's always been in wrestlemania put it as the filler match so that's three so right now we have brock lesnar we have ronda rousey we have the 
Andre the Giant thing. So that's three matches, right? So we need what? Three? Uh, I'm sorry, we need four more matches. Um, yeah. Hmm. Damn, I, I really well, loved Sunday up too. Sure. It was so fire. Sun, Sunday's just so sure. fire. It's like. So Saturday could be possibly Bloodline Saturday then. You can have the tag team championships and the yep. undisputed on Saturday. Exactly. And, and, and they would be, I, I wouldn't do them back to back though. So we, we're mm-hmm. at match number three. So number match number four would be the tag match because people would be like, okay, well, you have KO and Sami Zayn. They ended up beating, you know, the Usos, right? Which means that now they got to go defend Roman. They never even showed up for that match this year, right? So, you know, talking mm-hmm. about for night two. So you have that match be number four. Match number five, I would put Edge and Finn Balor. Give it something. Like, make mm-hmm. it like not the co main event, but like the match before the main event. Mm-hmm. Right. Excuse me. So that's five. Number six, I'm going to say, fuck, I hate that I'm about to say this. The Roman Reigns match, it was 35 minutes long. 34 minutes mm-hmm. and 34 seconds. Love the match. And I know that they would never do this, but it would be a surprise to everybody. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's happened before. I, I, I want to say there was a card before it was like, they opened the, the pay-per-view with the like the main event for and it, it surprised everybody's like, wait, the title match is first? Like I want to mm-hmm. say it was one of those like London cars or something like that. But I think the so. co main event. Yeah. The co main event would be Roman and Cody. And the reason for that would be that's where you get that pop. Mm-hmm. That that's where you get like the rock coming out. Or you, you get some type of like WrestleMania moment that is surprising people. They don't historically they've never done like the main event with this big like surprise it's always the co-main event right so there's that leading into the main event which again gunther sheamus and drew mcintyre the reason yeah the reason that somebody's like why the fuck would that be the the main event the reason why is we gotta bring prestige to that main event i would if i did another match with the three of them i would make it and I don't think I've ever seen this. A triple threat Iron Man match for 60 minutes, three men. Wow. Like, yeah, I've never seen that. Yeah. I've never, I've never seen it before. But mm-hmm. those three would be the ones because it would be a technical match where it's like, okay, like it's brute strength and it's also like, okay, I can see like Gunther taking like a five or 10 minute break to let them wrestle while he's like sitting on, you know, on the edge of the ring, like acting like he's injured or something like that mm-hmm. and vice versa. Like, so you're getting individual matches, but a triple threat. And it's also an Iron Man match. So God, that would, yeah, they need to hire me. So they need to hire me. <laughs> but yeah, and so I, I'm sure somebody's going to say like, Greg, like, you would really want to see Gunther and Sheamus. I'm like, yeah. And the only reason I do is because like that match was the one match I was like, I know it's going to be good. Mm-hmm. And it impressed me good. Like it actually, yeah. that one, the Bianca match, like I, there was a third match. I can't think of off the top of my head, but those two matches, I even said in the group, I was like, yo, like mm-hmm. that happened. That, that yeah. was better than we all said it was going to be. And I want more of that. 
And nobody looked weak at the end of that match. Everybody can go about their day and say, you know what, we put on a good match and we can do it again. So that that would be night one's main event. And somebody can be upset about it. You're like, dang, you really want to have the Intercontinental be the main event and then you want to have the women tomorrow be, you know, the opener and the closer? You got damn right. Mm-hmm. Because save the best matches for last. I, you know, we watched the NCAA tournament. Nobody cares about the men's tournament. Women, <laughs> and I think we're getting into that transition where it's like men are actually learning that, like, yo, women can do it just as good as men are. And if WrestleMania wasn't like indicative enough, like that Bianca match proved to me that the women don't need thirty-four minute matches with a whole bunch yeah. of like fluff and stuff. Just a concise like fifteen, seventeen minutes, yeah. you know. But the story, the story tell itself. Mm-hmm. The story tells itself, and I would just really like to see a WrestleMania close with a woman. I just, I would love that so much. I don't want a woman's only car. They tried that; it was fun. I want a WrestleMania where I'm like, okay, all the women that you said, the young women, the young girls, the little girls that you want to like build up, do that. When I look at the roster for WWE, they have more women than men that are capable of being a part of the title picture. Mm-hmm. I look at the men, I'm like, there's a lot of men just standing around doing fucking nothing. And you know yeah. what happens right now? Like, that's why a lot a lot of the guys that we thought were going to be the guy are doing commentary right now. A lot of them. What, what is homeboy's name? He was like, um, part of the Nexus and everything. Commentary. Oh, uh, Wade Barrett. Wade Barrett. He said he said to himself this week, and he was like, "Yeah, my my only WrestleMania moment was getting like, you know, crushed." And I was like, "Oh, makes sense. Cool." They they couldn't even remember if uh, Booker T was still only the five time champion or if he had won more than five. They couldn't remember that. So, yeah, I'm, I'm just a fan of knowing what I saw the previous year and applying it to the subsequent year. When I look at Austin from last year, how excited we were. We're never going to get that again. Austin's not coming back to do another match. Undertaker's not going to do a retirement match with Bray. It's not going to happen. When he whispered in his ear, I'm pretty pretty sure he told Bray, he was like, hey, don't stay here long. Shit's changed. I'm sure. But ultimately... That would be the car that I would have done for both Friday and Saturday. I'm sorry, for Saturday and Sunday night. Hall of Fame, I said that should have been Thursday. I've already talked about that. Friday, they, I would love them to do a Raw send-off and a SmackDown send-off where they use their full roster. I didn't Mm -hmm. watch the entire SmackDown, but when you told me, oh, everybody's out of the locker room, I was like, why? Mm -hmm. For the Andre Giant Memorial, yep. Battle Royal, yep. It's like they just emptied I mean, the whole locker room for it. Yeah, they're like, "Hey, we need all y'all. Just, just go out there for mm-hmm. like seven minutes. Like, it's not going to be that long. Like, yeah. just jump over the rope if you need to." But the thing is, mm-hmm. a lot of them we're not going to see anymore. So, I just oh, overall, again, the the grades that I got from this, Cassie, was we gave night one a B plus, mm-hmm. and we gave night two. A, I think it was an average of a C, C plus. So we'll, we'll just go yeah. around that mm-hmm. ballpark figure. Yep. But 
when you, when you look at the card from like how I like matched it up compared to what it was, a lot of the shit that happened, the women's match, most like the good women's matches were night two. Mm-hmm. The men's matches that were night two, they were good. They weren't great. Um, yeah. they, they were like, all right, the only way you're going to really remember this match is if you actually cared. And when I say, like, that's your fave or you've been following them. Like, Roman, you already know I'm not really too fond. Not of him. The title run is great. But it's not something that when people look at this in five years, you're like, did he deserve it, though? Or was this forced on us? It's not going to be like, yo, like, he's put on good matches. When we talked last episode, you know, of Sports Desk, I was like, what was the best title reign? And I, I had to sit on this and I, like, put it on stereo. Shout out to stereo. I was like... Who had the better title reign between, you know, Cena's 15, Ric Flair's 16, or Roman's, like, you know, title reign of over 900 days? Ultimately, I said, like, yo, his title reign matters now, but that's, like, recency bias for me, right? Mm-hmm. But he's beat a lot of legends that will be in the Hall of Fame, but he also fought them multiple times. A lot mm-hmm. of, like, Ric Flair stuff, a lot of Cena stuff. Like, yeah, he's fought these legends. He's fought Orton. He's fought Triple H. He's fought all of them. And he may have fought them one, you know, once or twice, but there was always different stipulations. You know, U.S. title on the line, no title on the line, world title on the line, or something like that. Romans is like, okay, same title. And that, for, for that reason, it's like, it, it's now become a watered-down title, and it's not his fault, which I, I can't ever blame him for honestly just being good at what he's good at. He's honestly, he's been carrying the torch so long that it's starting to like that flame is starting to like lose his wick. And I, I don't want to like jump ahead into like Monday and stuff like that. So what what I'll save is my commentary on that. But if you wanted to talk about anything else, like you know, mm-hmm. go for it because boy, when when I unload, I, I will, and it's going to be on <laughs> uh, Vincent Kennedy. But I, I'll leave it alone for a minute. Yeah, um, I think the, the that was both nights, pretty much in in a nutshell. I think the the thing to talk we were to talk about next is, uh, of course, the next important night after Mania is the Monday Night Raw after Mania. Um, <laughs> and I didn't know if we should save that for Monday show or not because there was a lot that went on that Monday. Of course, the sale that we were anticipating for the past year and a half finally went mm-hmm. through. Um, Endeavor <laughs> uh, purchased WWE. I can't remember the billion dollar amount exactly, mm-hmm. but now um, Endeavor now owns uh, WWE. And of course, they also own the UFC as well. Um, Vince McMahon has also. Uh, Managed to get his way back in. Um, first, you know, bring himself back as executive chairman. But rumor has it he's back to his old responsibilities, which include creative. Um, Disgusting. I mean, it, it, it's just amazing to see the difference in morale from, say, during Mania. I, I would say even, I would say SmackDown. I would say watching them on SmackDown 
and then watching everybody on Monday Night Raw. It was such a day and night in terms of morale. Like, um, Matt Riddle came back. Uh, There was a a match that had, I think, had entertainment uh, promise with uh, uh, Brock Lesnar teaming up with Cody Rhodes to face uh, Roman and Solo Sokoa. I thought that would have been entertaining, but they threw us the biggest confusing curveball I've ever seen. Like, honestly, it has Vince written all over it. I'm, I'm sorry. It really does. Yep. Um, <laughs> I didn't understand it yep. at all. Like, and I'm guessing that means that Cody and Brock is going to be with Brock for a while, but for what? Disgusting. Disgusting. I mean, for what? You know? It's like, like it does nobody any service. Nobody. Right. Like, unless exactly. you just want to say, you know what? You know who he, like, feuded with? Everybody. Including Cody. But, yeah, I didn't mean to cut you off. It just, it just feels like yeah. Vince had to insert himself in fucking Cody. Like, I know it, it sounds crazy, but it's like, think about all the people that they're like, you know what? They came back to WWE and they got fucked. For at least six months mm-hmm. before he finally believed in them. <laughs> or he's like, you know what we're going to do? We'll bring you back, but we got to bury you a little bit before we do anything else with you. And it's like, what the mm-hmm. fuck for? Like, I, I came right. back. Like, I came back home. Yeah, you came back home, but you, you got to learn your lesson first because you, mm. you you went and created something else without us. And you it's still WWE. Yes. And that's some shit that Vince does, and I just I can't condone it, man. Like the the fact that your own daughter left, like she literally just mm-hmm. said, "You know what? Nah, I'm good. I can't do this." Now that says something because fucking Shane also said he would never come back. So I, right. I would love to see the the love story about that shit because he said he wasn't gonna come back. So I'm assuming Triple H got him to come back, and then. Mm-hmm this whole situation happened with his father. I don't think he knew that you know, about the cell, anything like that. I, I truthfully do not think he knew. Mm-hmm. And the only reason I say that is because the way that he came back, I understand the injury and stuff like that. He's been radio silent about everything else. He hasn't even talked about the injury, which leads me right. to believe it's like, Oh, he, he came back off of good stuff. Like, Oh my father, you know, I understand he's back around and stuff, but guess what? I don't have to deal with him because he's not a part of creative. He's doing his own thing. Come to find out, your your, your father's fucking everybody. Literally, mm-hmm. w- women Literally. shouldn't be attached to. Like, just I just, I don't know anymore. Um, yeah. Again, a, a, as a fan of wrestling, I, I keep saying this stuff, and I, I hate. I'm sorry, I hate to be that guy, but it it's just me. I just want Vince McMahon to get away from some shit that he doesn't have a lens for anymore. Uh-huh. He honestly doesn't. I I never thought that I would that I would call a Raw after Mania a two out of ten. Never fucking yeah. thought I would say that shit. I never thought I would be in a situation where. When I look at him, not even the brand, I'm like, I already know he's a bad guy. And we don't really like rock with Vince. I get that. 
the issue is he's ruined the brand so much that people are just deciding they're publicly no longer fans. I, I've never, I never thought I would see mm-hmm. it. People have campaigned for yeah. it's still WWE, and we should just like, you know, are you just gonna turn your back on WWE? And people aren't going anywhere else. They're like, hey, look, man, like I just can't rock with WWE anymore. But I'm not going to AEW. I'm not going to Impact. I'm just, I just don't fuck with WWE right now. Yeah. So it's sad for real. Yeah, and and one thing I definitely said in the group chat is <laughs> I'm glad I have other wrestling promotions I can follow because you just you just see. I don't want to say it, it may go back to the way it was, but it may go back to the way it was. Um, and like I said, morale is already taking a hit. You can tell. So, um, yeah. And, and of course, it was reported that AEW Dynamite um, actually has higher numbers than Monday Night Raw. So, I mean, and I, and I said this in the group chat, too. WWE can, you know, play the games like they're, yes, they are WWE. They'll always be the pinnacle, right? But if you think you have no competition, you are sadly mistaken. Um, I think with with my gripes with TK, Facts. he's still he's still putting on the show. They're taking it international now. Forbidden Door is going to be in Toronto. All Out is going to be at Wembley Stadium. Like I mean, he's, mm. he's playing hardball, you know. Mm-hmm. And those are typical cities that WWE normally, you know, have a hold of. So. You know, they got some competition, so. Yep. Yeah. So, needless also, to say, I'm glad I didn't spend the money to go to Mania this, this year. Um, I know I didn't yeah. prepare for it, but I'm glad I didn't go. Yeah, I, I agree. But it makes it so hard because it's like, I know we both have already been planning for Philly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can comfortably yeah. say they have six months to convince me mm-hmm. why Philly would be a good right. investment. That's right. They, they, when I say six months, fr- from from Sunday, they have six months. Right now, shit mm-hmm. looking real shaky. And yeah. as close as you know, Philly is to the both of us, and as affordable, when I say affordable, like we have options with Philly. Like mm-hmm. I can either say, you know what, we can just fucking drive up to Philly on you know and go to the event and just fucking stay in Baltimore. It's two hours away. Or, you know, mm-hmm. stay in Jersey or something like that. There are options there. But ultimately, it is up to Vince and Triple H. Because if if they don't do right, I'm telling you, I will save yeah. my money. I, I'll That's go to right. Jamaica before I go to WrestleMania. I promise you I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, there, there's, no, there's nothing that they have done in the past, what, today's Thursday, officially? There's nothing they've done that has instilled in me that they actually care about their audience. I'm sure Triple H does. And, you know, I don't want to give him a bad award, but I'm definitely going to give him one Monday because I'm going to think about why he deserves this award. But to allow somebody who is, what, 76 years old and feels as though they still got it, instead of just saying you don't have it, I understand you're mm-hmm. the son-in-law. He, he, your, your father-in-law don't have it, bro. He, he, mm-hmm. he, he's, not, he's not the guy. He's not what you think he is. He's worse. He would probably fire you right now if you were you in 20 fucking 20. If you weren't, damn, you know what? I'll, I'll save that for Monday. Actually, no, I won't. If you weren't fucking, if, if, and I'm going to say it again on Monday. 
if you weren't fucking his daughter, he would automatically fire you because you're his type body wise because he wants he sees a lot of himself in Triple H of what he what he would want to look like what he his his aesthetic and I'm sure there's other reasons for it. I'm just projecting here but ultimately I just I can't stand watching WWE for what I've seen in the last two three years occasionally the pay-per-views are good but from everything you've said everything that Pam has said when we talk about these cars and stuff I'm like like why why do I keep holding out hope so now that I can like and a part of that takes like a little bit of convincing for me but seeing other people say you know what yeah this shit ain't good like I've never seen people just shit on Raw like mm-hmm. we'll, again, we'll talk about that on Monday night. But yeah, I've never comfortably seen so many people just say how much they hated something, and then mm-hmm. you know there's the trolls who are like, "Well, if you if you hate it, don't watch." It's like, no, there's a version. There's two different versions. There's the person that just hates just to hate, and there's a person that hates because they're critiquing something that they watch every right. fucking week. Mm-hmm. You, you don't hate stuff just to hate it. You you hate it because it's not what you, it's not. It doesn't make sense. It tangibly does not make any fucking sense. So Yeah, and also critiquing it because you've gone to the several manias and you've gone to the Monday Raw after Mania. So you know how good they've been in the past. So for this exactly. one to be so bad, like it it, it was crazy. Exactly. It's almost like this it's almost like the sale just totally overshadowed it and like I said, I think with yeah. Vince McMahon Bring it, making his way back, it really killed the buzz. Like you could tell, he was back. All, all of it. Like, yep. You know, look at how the shows were after he left, after he stepped down. And I think the first yep. test of that was SummerSlam. It's like they it seemed a lot lighter. You could tell it wasn't the morale yep. was higher, and it came through in the show. Seeing Monday Night Raw with him back is a total difference. And I know it, yep. it, it was his company. I know it was one he bought from his father. I, I totally get it. Totally get it. And he wanted to be there for the sale. Totally get it. But at some point, you yep. got to understand, you get ready to run your own company into the ground. You Hello. really are. Once again, yep. you know, when you even, you know, even as a spectator sitting at home can tell when you're there versus yep. when you're not, that's not good. That's not good at all. And the thing is, nobody just says what it is. What is happening, instead of people saying shit, they're doing it with actions. We're not living in a day where people are just like, hey, this is the big check, so we're just going to stick around. People are like, you know what? Mm-hmm. There's other yeah, money. And yeah, yeah I'm, I'm going to just be out. Or they're like, mm-hmm. you know, I'd just rather be happy at doing what I do. Like, I'll take less to be happy. We, we do that mm-hmm. in our everyday lives. People are like, hey, I'll take less money in order to just have like peace of mind. You know, there was an article I read, and I know this is still black techies, but there was an article where they were like, oh, a lot of people are going to other tech companies that make less or pay them less just for sanity or the, you know, the ability to work from home. So just imagine wrestling. That's why when, you know, you had told me that, oh, everybody's here at SmackDown for the Andre the Giant thing. And I thought about it. I was like, oh, that's a vacation for them because they ain't got to mm-hmm. do shit. One night out of the entire year, you start seeing people you ain't seen since fucking August of last year. If that, I don't even know if Jinder Mahal still fucking 
is with the WWE. I don't. I, I honestly yeah. don't remember. Yeah, he is. He's, um, like, well, he's been with NXT, but he's still there. Yeah. Ex- exactly. Uh, imagine it. WWE champion back on NXT. Um, yeah. I don't remember when, what, Mustafa Ali. Like, I, I, I'm jumping into some shit I want to talk about on Monday, but I'm not, I'm probably not going to remember. But Mustafa Ali mm-hmm. did Monday night. He's going to be on the roster cuts. I can guarantee you that. Yeah. I can fucking get, he's going to be like Fandango for me. When I was like, yo, Fandango, he, he got the audience. And they were like, hey, nah, he, he gone. Emma, gone. Like, if I can make early predictions, because I'm telling you, next Monday, around like 12, they're going to be like, okay, these are the people got cut. Emma, fucking Mustafa Ali. Um, I'm trying to think of some Which is sad less big names. He actually tried to ask for his release under Vince, and they refused yep. to release him. So. Because they thought they could figure out something. Do you remember that little, that, uh, the mat, what was the, the group? It was like a faction of like seven, eight people. Um, and they just, and he was, wasn't yeah. he like a ringleader or some shit? And, was, and like, nobody could figure out what the, yeah, like, nobody could figure out, like, what was the point of this shit? Like, they would come in and they would just beat up on just, like, the, not even the openers, like, just random ass people. It wouldn't, it was never main stars. So it's like, okay, like, does this matter though? Like, y'all are going in, y'all coming into the ring, and y'all all had these black masks on. And then when we found out Mustafa Ali was the, the ringleader, we're like, oh, so he's going to get a push. No, he was just a filler. And that's Vince's thing. When I look at the history of Vince, the shit that he's done, that rem- the same thing that Mustafa Ali was doing as the leader for that, I think about Fandango. I think about the Funkadactyls, or all that shit. I'm like, oh, that, that's Vince's thing. It's almost like Vince watched cartoons and was like, how can I apply this to our wrestlers? So, n- not at all for me. Yeah. Fucking Mustafa um. Ali. First. <laughs> But yeah, outside of that, I think that was mania pretty much in a nutshell. Um, I think uh, I think to talk about all oh, the other wrestling, that would be like a bunch of separate other shows. But um, of course, the main thing we talked about mania, the SmackDown, the Hall of Fames, the Raw after mania. I think that's pretty much it. Um, of course, the sell. Anything else you want to touch on before we head out? Monday, be here for the sports desk. I swear, please, yes. please, <laughs> please, because yes, mm-hmm. adding lose takes. Hopefully, my cough is gone again. Apologies for the audio, but I can almost guarantee there's going to be more shit that happens. But mm-hmm. I want to wait until tomorrow night on SmackDown to see what mm-hmm. happens because yeah, they we'll fully know if Vince has everybody in pocket. Tomorrow night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if he does, I'm coming out guns blazing. I am. I'm, yeah. I'm going to be fucking Clint Eastwood on Monday night. So, yep. yeah, y'all better be ready. That's all I'm going to say. Yep. And then, of course, that'll be the next uh, Monday Night Raw after uh, this past Monday night. So, Friday and Monday are, that's, that's the, those are the ones to watch. So, 
And I do want to say that this coming Saturday, New Japan has a pretty big event. Um, Sakura Genesis, um, Mercedes Monet is putting her title on the line versus um, ACM. And forgive me, I can't remember the other competitor's name, but they're from Stardom. So definitely check that one out. Also, New Japan Cup winner Sonata is challenging um, Okada for his IWGP World Championship. That's going to be a huge title match um, also. So stay tuned to New Japan on Saturday. Don't want to miss that. But outside of that, we'll go into that all, all of that on Monday as well. But definitely check that out. Um, great show. Great show. Yes. We yes. got our recaps out. Yeah. Um. It, 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 anything else before we before we cut out? Uh. No. Nothing for me. I'm honestly. I'm just. I'm waiting for tomorrow night. I just. I really want to see what they do because I, I think they're going to actually kind of redeem themselves, and that's just my high yeah. hope and expectation. But again, Monday night we will know. You'll tell. You'll tell by my anger. So I, I've let most of my like <laughs> stuff be really passive tonight, but. On, on, on a mm-hmm. high note, on a, on, a, on a positive note, I just have to say this. Um, I was really, really impressed with Saturday night. I, I just want to like emphasize mm-hmm. how great of you know an overall wrestling package happened on Saturday night, which made me believe yeah. like Triple H had his hand on Saturday, Vince had his hand on Sunday, and you can see that there was a distinct difference between the two. And I, I want more of Saturday night matches. I really, mm-hmm. really do. Um, I, I hope that we end up getting more Bray. I hope we get more Bobby. Um, but mm-hmm. I just want to see how this stuff shakes out with this contract thing. And my my final thought is just this. We're, when I say we, meaning me and anybody who comes over to my house to watch wrestling, we're bootlegging any WWE event that is over the price of Nine dollars and ninety nine. I'm just letting it be known. I'm not paying seventy dollars for a pay per view uh-huh. ever. So no, they need nope. to figure that out. Mm-hmm. UFC charges roughly sixty nine ninety nine per wow. card, but their cards will last from six p.m. until midnight. WWE wow eight o'clock to like eleven seven until eleven, mm-hmm. which is around the same time, but. Less entertaining, no more filler. Nobody, mm-hmm. and I don't want to touch on a merger too much, but no one in their right mind that used to pay nine ninety nine for WWE Network, mm-hmm. however much you're paying. That's some right. people are paying for free. Some people aren't. I'm sorry, not paying for free, but some people are not even paying for Peacock because they get it with their streaming right. services or like their That's right. home mm-hmm. like phone or something. You yep. would be insane to pay anything over the price of $9.99. So, I guess that's a question that we can leave for Monday. Is this merger going to be lucrative for WWE or did Vince get over on somebody else once again? That being said, Mm -hmm. I'm done. On Monday, I'm unloading the clip. I'm just letting Mm -hmm. y'all know. Yep. Absolutely. Um, thank you, everyone that tuned in. Um, stay tuned for Monday night. It, it's it's going to be a really good one. But thank you for checking us out. This is uh, Black Techies, Main It Recap. See y'all Monday. Peace and love, y'all. Peace, y'all.
Hey, do you have the Wi-Fi password? Common words everyone has said in an airport, coffee shop, or any public place with free internet. Don't fall victim to internet hackers while using free internet thanks to NordVPN. NordVPN is one of those services you tell yourself you don't need until it's too late. We've used the NordVPN to browse the web, check bank accounts, and even stream apps like Netflix. It's the only VPN service that lets you bypass ISPs, perfect for when your job has sites you frequent like Facebook is blocked. It's the best VPN service you can get for both price and performance. Install NordVPN on up to six devices, including your smartphone, tablet, and desktop, and experience the service for yourself. Start protecting yourself and your content with NordVPN by heading over to nordvpn.com forward slash YBAB at checkout and save 75% on your subscription. 